0: I'm here with JP. How's it going Fernando? I'm good, thank you. So, lesson
1: three. This is my favorite topic, ladies and gentlemen.
0: It's kind of one of my favorite as well.
1: I knew this about you.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> tell us a little about what this lesson entails.
1: Okay, we're going to be talking about grammar today and I'm going to give a brief overview of grammar. And Like when I say brief, I'm probably going to talk too much. As usual. As you, uh-huh. <laughs> but, Just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. But I'm going to try to keep it simple, try to keep it in language that everybody understands. But also, It's just going to be a very general overview. Um, There's no way I can describe the grammar of the Spanish language in a little podcast, especially if we're going to keep it under 20 minutes.
0: Right. I mean, we want to get more granular about grammar
1: because it is important. Okay, and I think you just said granular. (laughs) Yes, I did. Okay, so what do you want to talk about first, Fernando? Do you want to talk about noun grammar or do you want to talk about verb grammar? Whichever you want to start with. Well, let's start with the basic overview. How about that? Okay, the basic overview. Well, what can I say? Well, when I'm describing Spanish grammar to you, I'm going to talk a little bit about English as well, right? To give you, you know, some perspective. So let me talk about English. English is a very word order based language, right? The subject comes first and then the verb and then the object. Mm -hmm. So if I say, the man bites a dog, we have the subject, the man, we have the verb bites, And we have the object dog. Now, if I switched the order of the sentence, it would change the meaning of the sentence.
0: Like uh So, I
1: say, the dog bit the man. Okay. Right? Now, the man bit the dog is a different sentence than a dog bit the man, right? Of course. The point is that English is very reliant on word order. In fact, word order is so powerful in English, you can take things that don't make any sense, put them together, and you can get a sentence. Yes. Like, sometimes it comes out like poetry, and sometimes it's like... Like, for example, the one I always use is, the tent sleeps five right? Now, you speak English, so you know what that means, right? The tent sleeps five.
0: Yes, it can accommodate five people.
1: Right, the tent can, right? Yes, the tent. But if you give this sentence to second language learners of English, a lot of times they have a hard time with it because tents don't sleep, people sleep. Exactly. Animals sleep, right? And you can't sleep something, like you can eat something, right? You can eat a pizza, but you can't sleep a pizza. Now, if I say the tent sleeps five, five is the number, What does that mean? All right, so in English, we know the tent sleeps five. Because our word order is so powerful, we can put that together and go, five people can sleep in this tent.
0: Yeah, so we're using the verb to address a different type of action.
1: Right, so sleeping is usually the act of sleeping, like we think. But if we say the tent sleeps five, the tent is not sleeping. It's people that are sleeping in the tent. Exactly. Okay, that's English, right? Yeah,
0: that's English. It's like using summer as a verb. Where do you summer?
1: Right, summer is usually a noun. But when we stick it in that verb spot... Our word order instinct makes it into a verb. So, we know that, I summer in the Hamptons. Yes, exactly. Right, right. Now, Spanish is not like that. So, if I give my overview of Spanish, I'm going to have to say it's not word order driven. No. Instead, when you're learning Spanish, you have to learn a different system of telling who does what in a sentence. And what Spanish does is Spanish has conjugations. Conjugation. Okay. Now, this, a lot of people turned off the podcast and they ran away screaming. They no, no, come back, come back, come back, come <laughs> back. Conjugation is basically the way that Spanish speakers assign a subject with a verb, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and we're going to get into this, there's all kinds of conjugations, and the conjugations change for every different person and they're going to change for the different number of people and they're going to change for the tenses and they're going to change for time. So it's a big system. I hope you're not complicating things. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. But you know what? We're not going to get into it right now. I'm not going to explain conjugation to you. I just want you to know that when you listen to our lessons, we're going to be going through that and we're going to go through it slowly, right? Right. Because there's a lot to learn. There is. But once you learn it, it's a piece of cake. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Okay, so conjugation is the hallmark of Spanish verb grammar, and it's the main thing you're going to learn in your Spanish class or as you're listening to Spanish Pod 101.
0: So, what we're saying is don't get discouraged. Once you learn how to do this, you can fly a plane. You can fly a plane by conjugation? Uh- I'm just saying you could read the Spanish <laughs> manual. That's what I'm saying.
1: All right. I know what you're saying, Fernando. I happen to be very pumped up yes. about conjugation But it's, it's
0: basically like, you know, math. Once you're able to solve a problem, it's all downhill from there. Okay.
1: That's true. That's true. Once you learn it, it, it you got it.
0: Yeah. it's Once you're over that hurdle, okay. and you're great.
1: So, that's the main point of Spanish verb grammar. Now, can we talk about adjectives? Yeah, okay. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. So, noun and adjective grammar. Just like conjugation is the hallmark of verb grammar, gender and agreement is the hallmark of noun grammar, okay? So, now when I say gender in English, when we say gender, it usually means, you know, Male, female. It means male and female. It means sex, right? Now, when we talk about gender, it's going to be a grammatical gender. Okay? Right. So, nouns in Spanish, unlike English, nouns all have assigned genders. They're either masculine or feminine. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, I don't know if this is new to anybody. If you speak Italian or if you speak French or even if you speak German, you know what masculine and feminine is. But a lot of people that haven't studied Spanish and, and speak English, we don't have this, right? Right, exactly. I this- mean, we do in English have a concept of gender like... Uh, you can say an actor and an actress, right? Right. And it's referring to masculine and feminine. Exactly. Right? People. Yes. Uh, in Spanish, regular nouns have genders. Look, let's play the gender game, Fernando. So what's a piano? Is it masculine or feminine?
0: El piano.
1: So masculine. It's masculine. You said el piano. That yes. means masculine. La piedra. La piedra. That would be feminine, right? That would be feminine, yes. La piedra. I could mm-hmm. tell because you said la. Right? Yes. Which tells me that it's feminine. Exactly. All right. So, Fernando, why is a piano masculine and a rock feminine? What's going on? I really would not
0: be able to answer that. It's just an arbitrary response I have and it's something I've learned from the beginning.
1: Okay. So, there's no like psychological theory with that pianos are basically male objects?
0: No, not at all. No, it's just Uh, the word, right? It's just the word. Same with the rock.
1: Okay. The word for rock, la piedra, is feminine. Okay, now this is super important, as we said, because every object, every noun in Spanish is going to have a gender. And it becomes even more important when you put these nouns in a sentence. Right. Right, because when you want to describe these words, if you want to say... Let's say, for example, perro, dog. Mm -hmm. El perro... That's masculine, That's masculine. That's a masculine dog. What if I want to describe this dog, Fernando? What if I want to say it's a crazy dog? You would say el perro loco. El perro loco. Right. Okay, loco is the word for crazy. Exactly. Okay, now you use the masculine form of loco, right? Yes. Which is loco. Loco. Okay, now if I want to talk about a crazy dog, or actually a crazy woman, I want to talk about a crazy woman. Okay, any experience with those? (laughs) Okay, Um, so la mujer loca. Okay, la mujer loca, right? So here we heard the word loca. Yes. Which is an adjective and it's feminine. It sounds kind of like loco, Mm -hmm. but it has a feminine ending. Exactly. Loca. Loca. Okay. So we have masculine and feminine nouns and masculine and feminine adjectives. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is the main feature of noun grammar. Yes. All right. Now there's plenty of things to talk about besides gender in noun grammar and conjugation in verb grammar. There's all kinds of other grammars that we can talk about. So that's the main thing for people that are learning Spanish, especially if you're coming from English like I did. You have to know that in verb grammar, there's conjugation, and in noun grammar, there's gender. That's, those are the main differences between English and Spanish grammar.
0: So, I think, actually, this uh, this is one of the shorter uh, lessons, JP. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I could go on for days. Yeah. We're going to leave it there then. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, listeners, thank you for tuning in, JP. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll catch you on All About Lesson 4. Hasta luego. Bye-bye.